water tripping. Metal story straight from hell. Well, actually it's my car. <sighs> Hello there, how are you guys doing? Welcome back. Oh, oh, wait a second. Let me turn that up real quick. I'm just vibing right now, this band though. <laughs> Fucking insane. I mean, if Breaking Benjamin and Linkin Park had a baby, it would be definitely called Silent Theory, for sure. <laughs> Alright, where was I? Hi guys, and welcome back to Meta Tripping. It's a me, Alina, and I'm gonna take you guys on a new Meta Trip. And this one takes us to the United States of America. More specifically, Idaho. Yep, we're crossing the big ocean today. I'm gonna call Bob from Silent Theory. They released their new album, Hunt or Be Hunted, in May. You just heard their single, The Prize. I mean, it's fucking epic. You gotta check that one out. I mean, you just heard Dakota rapping, right? So tight. This guy is just so tight. I definitely need to ask Bob about Dakota's rapping skills and about how hard it is to record an album during a worldwide pandemic. How, how, how do you do that with all those restrictions and stuff? Another reason why I love this band so much and why I wanted to have them on my podcast is their effort to change the attitude and culture surrounding mental health. They've always been so open about that topic and yeah, it's about fucking time for society to stop stigmatizing people who struggle with mental health so that more people feel that they have somewhere to turn for help and that they shouldn't be ashamed to get it. Alright, so much for that. Let's call Bob, make yourself comfy in my car, enjoy the ride. I'm gonna call him right now. Hi! There we go. Oh, you. yeah, now I can hear you. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for taking your time and doing this. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, how are you guys doing these COVID, crazy COVID times? <laughs> I'm doing okay, all things considered. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been that's able good. to stay productive doing studio work and that kind of stuff, so. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I see uh, around the socials, like, a lot of, like, U.S. bands, like, uh, announcing shows again and festivals and stuff. That is really good to, to see and hear that at least some countries are opening up again. That's so cool. Yeah, it's, it's pretty exciting. Um, it's still kind of sparse as far as, like, where they're allowing concerts yeah. and stuff, but it is, you know, trending in the right direction. Yeah, but most importantly, congratulations. Your new album is out, Hunt or Be Hunted. It's yeah, an incredible awesome. album. Amazing. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it's so good. Um, We're going to talk about that a little later on, but just for now, how's the reception been so far? Really good, yeah. I mean, obviously, when we put the songs together, we really like them, and we're, it's been encouraging to see the feedback that we've gotten thus far. Yeah. Uh, we've kind of been slowly trickling some of the songs out over the last couple of years, just kind of keep people engaged and keep new content coming yeah. out. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's been really good reception so far. Uh, cool. You like constructive feedback, but, you know, always looking for that as well. 
Yeah, I saw a lot of like comments. Uh, you put out a new single as well, like uh, the prize with a new video, and those comments are like all positive, and they were so excited about it. It's so cool to see. Um, so right now to get you like warmed up for what I have in store for you, uh, I have some short questions that need fast answers. Okay, you're ready. I think so. Okay, first one, circle pit or mosh pit? Uh, mosh pit. Really good. Stage diving or crowd surfing? Uh, crowd surfing. Mm-hmm. Last show you guys played before COVID? Uh, before COVID? Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know if I remember that. Uh, we did play one show last August uh, yeah. in Idaho, which was a state that never really kind of shut down fully. Okay. But we did play one show. Okay, wow. Long time. Um, last show you've been to before COVID, like as a, as a visitor? Ooh, uh, that is a great question. I honestly don't remember the last concert I went to as a, as a patron, but uh, we do have tickets to go see Billy Idol coming up. Ooh, in a few wow. Months. I'm very excited to go see that. <laughs> nice. Um, next question. Last metal song you heard in the car? Shamefully, it was uh, ours. Uh, I've been playing our CD on repeat. Really good. So. <laughs> That's fair enough. <laughs> uh, best road trip you ever did as a band? Um, I think our first tour back in 2011 probably had the most mo memorable moments. Um, it was a, it was the longest of the ones that we've done, but it just it was a good mix of like rough road experiences, so we could kind of get some of that under our belts, mm. but also some really fun, just absurd touristy things like stopping and seeing the world's largest jolly green giant statue and just things like that. <laughs> yeah, cool. Sounds good. Um, the last two, uh, three words that describe the sound of silent theory. That's a tough one. Just three words. Uh, heavy, melodic, and lyrical? I yeah. Guess. Yeah, I like that. I agree. <laughs> And the last one, if you had to choose, would it be like theory or practice in general? Practice. I'm more of a doer. Mm hmm Okay. I like to figure things out as I go. Alrighty. Okay. So that were like the, the fast questions that I have for you. Um, yeah, let's talk about a little bit about your band history. Like <laughs> you guys formed in 2010. Is that, am I correct? Yes. So that was when we officially launched Silent Theory. Um, yeah. Before that, Mitch and Scott for a little bit were in another band, um, and it kind of ran its course. And then we, you know, sat around and had that conversation of, do we want to keep doing this? Like, what direction do we want to go? Mm -hmm. um, and then we did. Uh, we decided to move forward um, under the Silent Theory banner, um, and then started writing some new songs. And then right as we were getting ready to go in the studio, we brought in George to play bass, and I moved to guitar. Um, and we've just kind of been trucking ever since. Um, we've gone through a couple singers, but we really think that we've found the one with Dakota. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. His his lyrical like contributions and his just he can rap, he can sing, he can scream. Like he's just he's everything that we've wanted in a singer. Yeah, the full package. And you guys are almost like a family band, right? You got three brothers in. Yeah. That's yep, amazing. Um, so I gotta ask about the band name because Silent Theory is like it's such a cool name. Like, what what's the story story behind it? You know, uh, I really wish I had a better story for it. Um, <laughs> but it was a situation that when we decided to continue making music, 
Um, we got together at our favorite Mexican food restaurant, and over the course of about four hours and a few pictures of margaritas and stuff, <laughs> we'd gone through just throwing out names and trying to, you know, come up with different things. And um, at one point, like, because it was one of those where, like, we'd come up with names, we're like, oh, that's pretty sweet. We'd look it up, and they're like, well, there's 15 of those. Or, <laughs> you know, like, eh, I don't really care for that one. And then I don't remember who it was, but somebody threw out the name Silent Theory, and it just it was one of those where it just kind of felt right. We didn't find any other bands, like, on an initial, like, Google search or anything. And so we're like, well, we'll just try it out and see how it goes, see how it feels. And, I mean, here we are, however many years later. <laughs> I remember, like, listening to the song. The first song that introduced me to you guys was Alice, actually. And it was such, it was so, I was still just so haunting when I listened to it and it got me curious and I, I just looked up other songs and listened to other songs and it was such a cool vibe I always like they sound like there's like like a Breaking Benjamin vibe I really dig that it was so cool but when you guys were starting out um, did you know how you wanted to sound like like which direction you wanted to go with Silent Theory um a little yes little no mm -hmm. uh I mean, because we all have pretty diverse musical backgrounds. Like, obviously, there's a lot of bands that we share in common that we all really enjoy. But, like, George, for example, likes to listen to a lot of, like, blues and jazz and, you know, some stuff like that. Um, I grew up listening to, like, pop punk, um, a little bit of, like, 80s and 90s country and, you know, just a little bit of everything. And then I yeah. got into heavy metal and that all kind of came together. But, um, and so, like, our, our influences are kind of across the board, but... I think, especially with Delusions, like, we really kind of started to hone it in because a lot of the feedback we get on Dakota's performance, which I think is, I mean, it, it's really spot on because some of his biggest, biggest musical influences were Linkin Park, oh, uh, yeah. Chevelle. He's really into everything that Maynard does um, and stuff. And so we get a lot of that feedback. And so, I mean, It, it does kind of come through just in his, his lyrical writing and his performance and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. but, uh, definitely, you know, the bands like Breaking Benjamin and stuff like that, we really like the the way that they're able to capture the, the really heavy feeling, but it's still kind of a pretty song. Like, there's still a yeah. melody to it, and it carries it. Yeah. Okay, I get that. So, yeah, let's talk about the new album, Hundred Be Hundred. Um, the first thing that came to my mind, all right, Or when I listened to it for the first time, I was like, yeah, it's a really, like, self-reflecting record, like, or confronting yourself and, like, uh, facing your demons. So what are you guys uh, hunted by or maybe, like, hunting for? It's a, such a cool title for an album. Um, I, you know, I think it's different for everyone, but they're, like, intentionally or not, I don't really know. Um, we've kind of always tended towards writing songs that have to do with like mental health and mm -hmm. just like different like things that revolve around that so like on this album we approach it from a few different angles so like you know there's a song like before the storm where like it's much more focused on like the opioid crisis that we have here in america and stuff like that um and then we have uh Uh, six Feet Under, um, mm -hmm. which is kind of mm -hmm. a dark song. It's a little bit heavy, but yeah. the, the whole lyrical content is just kind of coming from a place of frustration about like all the continual mass shootings that we have here in America. 
Um, but we really like we got some pushback on that one because, uh, as I'm sure you're aware, is like there is a very large contingent here in the U.S. that is very pro-gun for just the sake of being pro-gun. Um, and so we got a little bit of pushback from pe some people like that that were you know concerned that we were advocating for you know gun control and taking away mm, guns and stuff. Okay. Really, like that's not a conversation that we're interested in. Um, we have thoughts and feelings on it, but at the same point, like I own guns, George owns guns, like whatever. Mm. Uh, what you do is up to you. But the problem that we have is that like we have this culture where we keep ignoring mental health and just pretending like it's not a thing. And then you end up with people who either think that, like, it, you know, taking a gun into a crowd is either a good way to get attention or that it's the only way that they can express themselves. And so, like, so our, our focus through all of these different songs have really just kind of been, like, trying to help move the conversation forward about, like, what we could be doing about mental health and trying to normalize it a little bit. Because I think it is something that, like, on some level everybody deals with either situationally or long term or you know it just yeah. but yeah it is that, that is kind of like i said i don't know that it's intentional but that's kind of been an ongoing theme with a lot of our songwriting yeah okay uh, so cool that you guys are opening up about mental health and the awareness about it because it's so it, yeah like you said it's still such a like a no 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 topic like nobody really wants to open up and i think our scene like the heavy scene It's definitely making some some progress because I, they just yeah they open up about it and make fear well oh god my english i'm sorry i'm a little bit nervous i gotta confess um but it's so cool that bands are opening up about this whole mental health uh topic because it makes them feel less alone you know when i'm listening to your songs it's like hey there are people out there that they'll feel the same things that I do and uh, maybe overcome the same things that I do and it's so cool and a brave thing to do but yeah it's important to talk about mental health so I think it's really cool you guys do that I mean, I mean it's one of those that we kind of started doing that a little bit and then like if you go through any of the comment threads on our YouTube videos and mm. stuff like that it's just there's so many of those of like oh this song helped me when I was in this place or like And it's, I think that really speaks to Dakota's songwriting ability is like, all these songs mean something very specific to us. Yeah. But he's able to tell the story in such a way that people can apply it to what's going on in their lives. And like, it can really mean something important to everyone. Um, and I just, I, I think that is one of his greatest gifts as a songwriter. Yeah. So how was that? How was the process, like the recording process? Um, did you record during the pandemic or were there songs like before? This whole chaos, uh, yeah, was um, settling in. A little in. bit. Mm -hmm. um, a little bit of both. We've been, I mean, to be completely honest, we really drug our feet a little too long with writing this album. Um, we kept talking about it, never really started it. So we'd gotten a few songs recorded and, and uh, had released a couple and had a few things, you know, partially done. But with 2020 being the way it was and we weren't able to tour and things like that, mm -hmm. we really, you know, hunkered down and make use of the time um there was you know a few setbacks because we had a few dates that we had to change because of different you know lockdowns and stuff like that but yeah i mean it really kind of was a blessing in that regard was we were able to just focus on writing music um and just doing some stuff online to keep people engaged because we couldn't be out yeah. playing shows 
but the whole process was definitely different than it has been in the past because you know we typically are a pretty collaborative band like somebody will come up with you know a piece of music or something like that and then we'll kind of play through it or just you know and work it out and then dakota's always writing lyrics um he's always got you know a library worth of things in his phone um and so that's typically kind of our process but this time it was a little different there was a a lot more like uh voice notes and stuff like that sent back and forth on phone like yep that sounds good or you know just the the feedback was a lot harder to attain um, yeah but i you know scott and mitch really i think they really carried the lion's share of the music this time around um scott always does produce quite a bit of the, the music it just that's one of his gifts um but with them being brothers and you know kind of being on the same like pod i guess if you will um and doing family things together like they were able to collaborate quite a bit on the mm. music yeah uh, but yeah okay so uh you put out the prize and shaking cages as singles before you released uh the album um and we talked about it before but the rapping parts of dakota they are insane it's so cool because it fits the song so well it's so it yeah it i i love that And you kind of really hear, like the, like you said, the, the Linkin Park influence there. It's so, so cool. Yeah, such a yeah, good that, I mean, that's one of the things that we really were drawn to when we first met Dakota. Uh, <laughs> one, that he was, in, like, really, really weird, but in all the good ways, like, it matched up with our weird. And so, like, you know, it was easy to be around. But, yeah, he just, when he kind of let slip, they're like, oh, yeah, I used to do, like, this little rap project in college. We're like, oh, could you tell us something? And we're like, like instantly blown away by it and so we've kind of been pushing him gently um since he came in the band to do more and more of that we really exploited it on this album um but like shaking cages i just i still am baffled by his talent um the first half of the second verse um i don't think it can be overstated how how much i appreciate his talent in that particular section because um, I think it came a little bit as part of like um, there's an artist named Youngblood um, and he's he's pretty talented um, and he's yeah. been featured on a lot of people's music and stuff like that but people are just like oh he sings he raps he screams he's the whole package and I think there's a Dakota was like ah, I, can do, I can do that too <laughs> and so Dakota intentionally that that rap section he um, matched the tempo and uh Uh, syllables or something like that um, either way he matched it in a couple ways to uh, Eminem's rap god like mm -hmm. and stuff and so like he went into it with a goal of like I can like I can do this stuff and by god he did it yeah I love <laughs> like, the way it ends it yeah I'm so excited to play it live because honestly like when you listen to the recording it almost sounds like we just recorded it and then sped it up but like watching him do it in person still just yeah. like I you know I will watch him when we practice. Wow. Apple's my Yeah. Cool. So, so cool. And what I recognize is that the piano is a huge part of, of this of this uh, album. Like the uh, opener, Ad Advenari, it's Latin, right? Is it a Latin? Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and you can. Latin for to hunt. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. So the piano is like part of. You can hear it like in almost like every song. It's so cool. It's like, yeah. 
Yeah, we've always really liked um, a lot of those instruments that one you don't traditionally hear in rock and roll but two that just really kind of add more of like an ambiance like we intentionally write songs that we can play without any backing tracks and that kind of stuff because mm-hmm. we think the songs should stand by themselves but we really love having strings and piano and stuff like that in the songs just to kind of they just add that little extra element um and i think some of that comes from you know we're all pretty big fans of bands like rush and stuff like that but oh, yeah, yeah. The, the organ and stuff but um, yeah, it's just it's one of those that not a lot of people are doing it, and we think it's a shame. Like it's it's a great instrument. Oh yeah, it is. It is. So yeah, we talked about the singles, like the writing process. What about the artwork? You see, like uh, the cover of of the album. It's it's an eye, like an eyeball, and in this eye, there's another person, like the reflection of another person or mirroring another person. Um, there's different ways to interpret that right that could be the hunter or the person that the one of the that owns the eye is hunting <laughs> um so cool i like that that you keep that really open that everybody can like identify with it and you know scott is a graphic designer he does a lot of our artwork and t-shirts and stuff like that but ah, for this okay. time um mitch really had a, a picture in his mind he had a, a real direction he wanted to go with it and we had just randomly come across um a, a fan who had done like some fan art and stuff like that and she was wildly talented I think she's like 18 or 19 years old um oh, wow. so we reached out to her and basically commissioned her to do some artwork for us um and so Mitch kind of relayed his vision for what he was looking for and then what you see is what she sent back to us and I, I think it turned out really great yeah um, so cool. And then there was a few other things, like the back cover is a still shot from the Shaking Cages video. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the inside was just kind of a, a collage of different live shots of us that she kind of reinterpreted to fit the Nice. The yeah, so what what's next for, for Silent Theory? Like, uh, I saw that you have uh, announced a festival show and a show for free. That is really cool in June, in the beginning yeah. of June. Yeah. Yeah, just about a month away. Um, nice. We're gonna do our official CD release party um, mm-hmm. thing, and it's gonna be a local show here in Idaho. Um, but it's one of those like we really are grateful uh, to our fans. Um, honestly, like they're the only reason we're able to keep doing this. Yeah. Um, and so we just we we we've enjoyed a lot of success because of people supporting us, and so we wanted to do a little something to give back. And um, so one of the biggest things that we always get is that we don't play enough all ages shows because we have a pretty wide um, age group of fans and stuff and so we're we made sure to do it in a place where we could do it all ages um we're doing it outside to be as safe as possible um but yeah then we're doing it for free just because we want people to be able to come and enjoy the music so cool oh god i would give everything to be there it's like i'm missing live concerts uh, live music so much it's oh. Yeah, but we'll get there. We get there, and then you guys need to come to Europe, and you need to play Germany, and I'll be on every single show. <laughs> we are very interested in going. Um, it actually kind of is a bummer because we were working with a promoter in the UK, no, uh, trying to work out like a short run of some sort when COVID happened, and so <sighs> like we'll see. Like we we're actively trying to get to Europe. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed for that. So, yeah, before I let you go, um, I have another, I need another thing from you. Um, 
this podcast is called Metal Tripping. So um, there will be a Spotify playlist for each episode. And on this, epi- uh, on this playlist, there will be the songs of the band. And right now, I need some bands or songs from you that you're listening to while driving, like Metal Tripping Bangers. It, but it can be everything, like uh, some guilty pleasure songs, maybe, or I don't know, some black metal. You choose. Um... <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I always need to put something like uh, Nothing More uh, has been a band that I listen to quite a bit. Um, I really, for the same reasons that I think people like our music, I think they should be listening to Nothing More because they write really heavy music with really intense stories. Yeah. Um, let's see. I mean, most recently I've been going a little nostalgic and listening to a lot of uh, like My Chemical Romance and, and that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I, I love my chemical Um And then, you know, just because I am really excited they're making their big comeback, uh, Mudvayne, like, I am, because I resigned myself to the fact that they were never going to play together again. <laughs> so the fact that not only are they playing, but we're playing a festival with them. Oh my God, that's cool. Uh, I am very excited to see them nice. live again. Yeah. Okay. And maybe some, I don't know, some, there, are there any guilty pleasure songs or I don't know, some Katy Perry or Lady Gaga or something like that? You know, it's, it's tough. I actually, I think Lady Gaga writes really Yeah. Good. That was, uh, yeah, that was a bad example. I, I really dig Gaga as well. Yeah. You know, another one, like, <laughs> she's kind of a Bob Dylan for me. Like, I like her songwriting. I don't really like her performance of the song mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think Swift writes really good songs but mm-hmm. I like it when metal bands play her songs because I'm like oh this is a good song <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah, I, I will give her credit uh, when she was still really young and out uh, coming out I took a girlfriend at the time to go see her and I will say she puts on a very good concert yeah a performer yeah so. So uh-huh. maybe because of Dakota's rapping skills from Linkin Park, or yeah. what? What are your bandmates listening to? When do you have any idea what they're listening to right now? Um, you know I don't. George is going through a weird phase where he's listening to a lot of heavy stuff, which is not <laughs> normally his go-to. But he's gotten back into the gym and started lifting again. So <laughs> yeah, you need some <laughs> some heavy stuff for that. <laughs> That's true. Um, you know. Scott and Mitch both have like two year olds right now, so I think they're listening to a lot of pop troll and you know. Things like yo, that. Yo. <laughs> but yeah. I I'm not really sure what they're all jamming to. Okay, no, then we uh, put the whole silent theory uh, on that playlist. That's not a problem for me. Okay. So I think that that's it. Um Everybody who's listening, you gotta check out Silent Theory. They put out a new album called Hunter Be Hunted. It's amazing. Check that one out and the music videos as well and all the other songs. And you gotta share it with your friends, family, everybody because they earned it so much. Yeah, support them and get the music out there. So thank you so much again. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for having me. And hopefully I see you around, I don't know, some someday, maybe, when you come to Germany, to Germany. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll be there. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so yeah, greetings to the others. Um, right. Stay safe. Alrighty, then have a great day. You as well. And we stay in contact. All right, sounds good. Stay metal. See yeah, ya. <laughs> Bye. 
Ah, oh, Bob, what a sweetheart. By the way, did, did you guys hear these strange peeping noises as well? If so, sorry about that. But more importantly right now, go check out the Silent Theory. I know I just uh, did that a few seconds ago, but check out their new album Hunt or Be Hunted and their other songs. Watch their music videos on YouTube, buy some merch, some CDs, just get the music out there. Show them some metal love, okay? Last but not least, check out the Metal Tripping playlist with uh, Silent Theory on Spotify and there you can find the band's favorite road trip songs we just talked about yeah so yeah i guess that is a wrap for now the next trip gets us to the ukraine hell yeah and trust me this is gonna be a heavy one so stay tuned for the next episode right now i'll give you another silent theory banger this is their song shaking cages off their new album hunter be hunted turn it up stay safe and stay metal i guess the way i feel is the way that i felt High tide, salt in my cut, these are things that I can't ignore But should I collapse in on myself like an iron core? Don't count me out just yet Just yet Just yet
Charlie.